0: You know, as I'm standing here, I'm reminded what Rabbi Berman mentioned. This is the spot exactly here the Rabbi used to sit before he gave his yardside side cheer. and the anticipation, the crowd before he came in, when he walked in down this aisle, there was absolute silence. Every year I remember he'd, he'd start the discussion and he'd say, there's an echo here, there's an echo here. It's almost like a refrain. But he had, he held... An audience. this room was completely filled and the lady they, there was, it was piped into the base medrash for four hours in the, in the grasp of his hand because you, you saw it was like you were standing at Sinai in terms of the Masora. I mean, the Rav was a mind, it was so rare, a mind like the Rav is once in a century. I told Rabbi Schechter yesterday an anecdote This, I live in Englewood. Our resident genius is Dr. Sam Danashevsky. Nominated for the Nobel Prize. Um, Style is why he think uh, really probably at the time America's most prominent biochemist. And uh, I remember after the Rav passed away, the Talmudim put out uh, from a, uh, a volume. I don't remember exactly what it was called now, but different students of the Rav wrote you know, reminiscences about the Rav. So I told the editor, you should ask Sam to write something. i just mention, remember when Sam moved to Englewood. So I told Joe Liebman, Senator Liebman is a close friend of mine, and he knew Sam from Connecticut. I said, you know, we brought Sam in to raise the per capita IQ of our shul. So he said, you mean of your city. But anyhow, so he, um, so Sam wrote an article, and he said of all the Nobel Prizes that, you know, and all the people, in academics, he never met a mind like the Rav. But there was somebody else who wrote, but also was at one time a student to the Rav here at Yeshiva, um, an academic, I don't remember, but he said he never met a mind like the Rav except for James Crick, won the Nobel Prize for the development of you know, the theory of the DNA, double helix. So he said, Sam, you say nobody. He says James Crick. So Sam told me, listen, I knew James Crick. He was no Rabbi Soloveitchik. But I think what was meant so much to all of us is when we st- learned by the Rav, we stood by the Rav, it was that sense that he was the continuation of the Masorah. Um I remember once the Rav told this story in Shia. He said when he was a young boy in Chaslavich, the Safra Dinah of the Bezdin, who then was an old man, told him that he remembered as a child the, um, excuse me, he, he remembered as a child that there was an old chazin who told him that when he was a child, he belonged to an itinerant choir that used to go with the chazen from city to city. And they went once to Vilna, and, and there was... Somebody, a very tall, imposing person there, the way the Rav described him tall, imposing, and handsome. Um, and he asked, Who is that person? And he said, That's the Chosid of Vilna. That's one of the historical Ainis. The grain in his time was called the Chosid of Vilna. And the Rav said, um, He told them that the Talmidim were around him in a, in a semicircle. So he said, why, why are they surrounding him like, in the, same, said, like the Sanhedrin? And so I remember it made such an impression on me, the love saw somebody who saw somebody who saw the going. And it was that kind of intimacy that we, we felt um, when he would say over oh, his shurim, it was you know the connection to his father, to the Chaim Briska, you know the, the love when Reb Chaim made an impression. He was the only grandchild who really knew Reb Chayim. He was a teenager when Reb Chayim died, died. I think he was must have about 16 years old. But he would, when he would communicate to us what Yom Kippur was, it was he always would mention, remember, standing next to Reb when Reb Chayim said the vidui, achas, achas for achas, in his deep voice. But you almost sense that voice, that sense of the mesorah. And... And, you know, as was mentioned, you know, that Masorah and that legacy of Torah continues and continues and is demonstrated, especially here at Yeshiva, with all the the Tamidim who know, even though they never saw the Rav, but they're inspired by his genius, his chesed, his integrity. There was no one like the Rav. So I'd like to say over Torah from the Rav, but before I do, I want to acknowledge, you know, just a little bit more than a month ago, the Rav's daughter, Dr. Tara Tursky, passed away. And she was just a very remarkable person. Um, and she, with her husband, Reb Yitzchuk, parents, they took care of the Rav from, from the time the Rav's representative passed away in 1967 until the Rav's passing. and. It, They did it with enormous, mesivist nefesh and love. And um, I think it's important to think about it today. You know, when we published one of the volumes from the Rav, I had sent it to her before to get her approval, what she thought. And um, she always had this wonderful sense of humor. She wrote me back. She she liked the work. Uh, She had some heroes. And I remember she said, you know, since now it's Erev Pesach. And we don't eat kreplach at the Seder. The Rav didn't eat kreplach because, not chashom, because it's because because the the Rav said, just an anecdote, he he said, he remembers at his father's Seder, they used to take a bowl of water out, and before they gave out matzah's mitzvah, they would dunk it in the water. (laughs) The Rav said that he he stopped that already. I presume it was when your parents got married. I don't know why. But uh, the Rav said, uh, you know, it has a son of a chassid, he ch- ch- can't uh, keep that minute going. But, um, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 I mean, as she said, so now I have time to, to, to comment. So I'd, I'd like to just say just two, two things from the Rav on Omar. Omer. Um, one is, the Rav had a wonderful interpretation on the opinion of the Baha'i. Toisis and Megillon Daf, um, Daf Chav. Quotes the sheet to the Baha'g, We're all familiar with it. That if you miss one day in the count, you can't continue because it's the way that's normally interpreted. Because it's, it's Mimos, it's one extended mitzvah. So, and but Taisis quotes that if you miss at night and you count during the day, even though you count without a bracha, and indeed you should count without a bracha. Then, the, then even according to the Baha'g, that you can continue. So the opinion of, you know, this opinion is very difficult. If you think that Svir Bayom is also kosher, so make a bracha. And you think if it's not, then you lost the mitzvah. So how can you continue counting? So the Rav explained that the Baha'i, it's not that the Baha'i thinks it's one mitzvah. The Baha'i thinks it's, it's 49 different mitzvahs. For Hawaii we make a bracha every day or every night, excuse me. But the halach is, the Rav said, according to the Baha'u'llah, if you miss one day, then the Svirah can't continue, because it's not a count. A count has to be continuous. And therefore, if you count, explaining the Baha'u'llah, the that if you count during the day, you're not Yotze the Mitzvah. But it's still called the Misa Svirah. And therefore, the count can continue and proof to this shot, he quoted Rav Sajigon. Rav Sajigon has extraordinary opinion. He, he, it's a, a, he, he holds, in this respect, like the Bahag. If you miss the first night, the first day, you can't continue counting. But if you missed any other night, that you can. So it's a very difficult. What, what does the Bahag hold? Excuse me, what does the hold? hold If you think it's one long mitzvah, what's the difference whether it's the first night, or another night. So the Rav explained, because if you miss, it's not a loch that is one mitzvah. Each night, night is an independent qiyum. But if you miss the first night, so the svira never began. So you can't count it starting from the middle, from two and three. But if you counted the first night, and the system, so to speak, the coordinate system was established, then the other nights, that if you missed another night, to use the Rav's expression, that day counts itself because it's within the context of the Svira. Uh, the Rav quoted, I, I think he quoted Rashi, Rashi's quote in Sefer Pardes Vitri calls Rashi this way, that Rashi apparently used to count Svira during the day and then count it again at night with a bracha. So the Rashi was very upset about this. He said, it must be, I think he said, the Rashi said, like, Tamit Toya, mistaken Talmud must have uh, quoted Rashi written this. But the Rav explained that the Peshat is, as he said, because if you count, let's say, not, let's, let's assume, say, after Plaga Mincha, but if it was before, so that, it's called the Maisa Sfira, but you're not Yoytze the Mitzvah. So in case Rashi would have forgotten to count at night, but the king was at night, that's why he made the Bruch at night. The Rashi was brought, if you think you're Yoytze during the day, counting at night with a Bruch now, then it's, it's the Bruch of Atala. So you're not Yoytze during the day but still called the Maise to continue the count. Um, the Rav then quoted, he said, the Sefer Chinuch, which I'm going to get to the Chinuch in a second again, the Sefer Chinuch, who disagrees with the Bahag, and says, that if you miss a day, you can continue counting. But he says, and, and then he says, if you miss a day, you can continue counting. And he uses, um, mona im kol you continue to count, even if you missed a day, with the rest of What is the? Of course, everybody's going to continue counting. What does the Khinich want to tell us? So the Rav said, he's telling us this Yisod. Namely, that the halacha of Tmimos is halacha in the Maise sphere, but it's independent mitzvahs, and therefore you can, if you missed one day, that you can continue counting because all of Klai Yisroel is continuing to count. So the count is established not only by my individual count, in other words, fundamentally, we would agree with the Baha'i, but the count is continued because Klay Yisrael is counting. And the Rav said the Naft in this would also be two Naft The Minchas has a discussion, what about a cotton who became by Mitzvah in the middle of Sfirah? Because he's not going to, where's the rest of the count? Before he was, he was put them in the Mitzvah. So the Rav said, according to this interpretation, of course you would continue counting with the Bracha, because what the cotton counted before was a kium, it was a mysosphere, and therefore that count continues. And you know, some people say that women shouldn't count because they, they, they don't go to Shulfamara, so they're likely to, uh, during, the, during the time to miss part of the sphere, so retroactively they would not have counted. What would the brachos be? So I said, Of course not. The sphere that they counted is a sphere in the mitzvah. It's only, as you said, the halach and the mysosphere in which the Baha'i says you can't continue counting and um, just one other thing from the Rav on Sfiris Omer, Um the Balamor at the end of Pesachim asks why is it that we don't make a Shechiyano on the Mitzvah Sfiris Omar on the first day that we count every Mitzvah which comes Misman lazman, the first time we do it make a Shechiyano so the, the Balamor answers that the Sfira is because the sphere is incomplete. The Ba'alamar is of the opinion that Sphere's Oma nowadays is only Trabonon. It, it, it might not be a complete mitzvah. He says says, Amemah only counted days, not weeks. So it's only Zeichel HaMikdash. The said it was maybe Zeichel HaChuben. And as the Baal ends, he says, therefore, we, don't make a, we only make a Shechayana, something which is, we get Hanor from, which is joyous. But here the Sefir, Zeichel HaAgmas Navshenu V'Chuben Beis Miktashenu, and therefore, there's no Um But the Rough suggested another reason why we don't make a Shekhyon. Of course, the, the Balamor's answer would not work, for example, according to the Rambam, because the Rambam thinks that svirosa omer nowadays is, is still the But the Rav suggested that the reason is this, because Tzvira omer is, we're counting to the ultimate goal, namely towards towards torch towards and in mynteira and the one who says this is the hinuch when when he explains the mitza of svera um he says mit nay kane ki ko ikun shi yeso avod um shi ki ikun avod nikolo um for olol the chol hagdulo the vezen kai was redeemed and was zocher to its, to its greatness, because to show the great that we are anticipating this great day, namely Matan um, Torah. and it's like a slave um who's enslaved and waits every day and counts for the day that he will be redeemed and and free. Um Ajavoha ait ha nich that he anticipates and waits for Shiycheris, Vizerushan omonim, and that's how we why we count in in other in other words, Kakfakyom Avum in Hamin, the Ainan omonum, Kakfak Yomim, Yeshlan al Isman. We're counting days till until the, the glorious day of Man and we're waiting to it and it's, it's we're waiting in anticipation so I've said that's why you don't make a shechiyanu shechiyanu is a broch we make shechiyanu Vigano, l'azman hazeh we've reached the goal Svirah is just the opposite it's an anticipation of the goal. The goal only comes at the end with, with, with Mut and Torah, and that's why there's no Shekhyonu. And in closing, I'd say that was the sense that we had. It was the sense of, of, before Shia, the anticipation, the because we knew something extraordinary. It was, it was I, I always felt, mitoch the continuation. I remember once, sitting here at a Yorzeit Shia said, and this was after he suffered the three terrible losses in short order, three Avelis, his, his mother, his brother, his wife. He said he would have been crushed if not for the Torah. And so when he gives a shi'a something, he prepares, he feels almost like the shechina is on his shoulder, whispering in his ear, what do you say about this kasha? And it was that sense of of you know, the connection to shechina that I think... He communicated to all of us. It wasn't only the brilliance, which was extraordinary. It was that sense of shchina, of commitment to Torah, of the mesorah of the Doros that he tried to inculcate in all his Talmudim.